All right, and we live. <laughs> oh, we live, baby. Yeah. We live. Welcome, everybody, to Notable Quotables, your new favorite podcast. I'm your host, Octavius William Lundy, joined today by a dear friend of mine, Echo. How we doing, Echo? You're? Yo, what's good, my guy? Doing good, man. Doing good. You want to give yourself a little, little short introduction, where you're from, what you're into, however deep you want to get into it. All right, my name, as man says, Echo, a.k.a. the Sandman, mm-hmm. and our gracious host was on my podcast, Sandcast, a while ago. That's where we, like, started our podcast relationship yes, before sir. that. Yes, sir. Like, we were just talking about it. we've been friends for almost, like, 10 fucking years. You yep. know, my brother. Crazy. My guy, like, appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, yeah. So what are we doing tonight? All right, so the last episode, I decided to let my guest kick it off. I think I'm going to stick with that theme. So you got one quote or two quotes? I got two. You got two? All right, so then we'll start with whichever one you want to pick to go first. We'll get into that. We'll get into mine. And then depending on where we are with time, we'll get into your second one. So I'll let you start us off, sir. All right, so the first one, I feel like music has been, like, such a strong part of our, like, Mm-hmm. friendship like i want to do like oh, a musical mm-hmm. and especially the one and only jermaine cole you know you jermaine know? cole, <laughs> cole. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, first lyric i want to talk about was i could put an m on your head like luigi brother oh know? my god <laughs> he got that hat too <laughs> my guy no i'm just playing that <laughs> This play. We're doing. Um, I want to do like the chorus from "Born Sinner," "Born Sinner" by J. Cole. Oh, taking us back. Okay. Yeah, that old school, old school. Yes, sir. So it's I'm a born sinner, but I'll die better than that. I swear. You were always where I needed you to be, whether you were there or not there. Hmm. Hmm. Can you read that one more time for us? Of course. I'm a born sinner, but I'll die better than that, I swear. You were always where I needed you to be, whether you were there or not there. Mm. All right, you want to tell us a little bit about what that means to you and why you chose that one today? I think I gravitated towards that one. Well, J. Cole, because we've talked about J. Cole fucking endlessly, like, that's that dude is a fucking amazing lyricist. Mm-hmm. That one, though, I think it's more me and, like, the group, like, growing and changing. Like, right. me in particular, I used to party very hardy. Yeah. yeah. And, like, when I was in it, I was, like, I was very caught up in it. Right. Mm-hmm to the detriment of myself sometimes like I would like mm-hmm. I would work and I would pay my bills and I would handle my responsibilities but yeah. it's more like I would do that yeah and like be caught up in a wheel and just keep going and going and going yeah it's kind of like that that was the main focus pay the bills go to work and then party but you're not doing anything maybe outside of that yeah yeah I feel you and 
in like the last year in particular i lost like a couple people like a close friend of ours passed away and all that right right and it just makes me realize like where i start off doesn't doesn't control where i'm going to end up being not at all not at all and like just getting out of that lifestyle hmm change so many things like stop drinking stop like partying like that all the time right right believe it or not i used to partake in weed once in a while dude i know it's it's a fucking shock to the devil's lettuce sir no once in a while dude Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> but it's like that shit alters your mind whether you notice it or not really like oh yeah yeah i'll contest to that i mean i tell i tell people all the time they ask me if I partake and I say, and I say, no, I, don't, I have no judgment about it. I used to all the time. I think there was a point where it's like, it was beneficial. It was good. And then there was a point where it's just like, you just, you're just zoning out. You're just zoning the fuck out. And I think once in a while, that's cool to do. Like, I know definitely like shit when the pandemic hit. Oh my God. There was a couple of times where. I was just like, yeah, but like, I would do it in a different way. Even still then, I kind of matured in a way. It's like, I'm going to go out deep into the forest, deep out into nature, no people around. It's just quiet, me in the stream, just a little bit. And just kind of like, no, I can find peace. I can chill. The whole world's kind of in a frenzy, but I can like relax. But like, at least for me, I know that's not the kind of state I want to be in 24-7 or even the majority of the time. Like I... I personally cannot focus and get stuff done like that. There are people who can. Kudos to them. I, I, it's not me. No, absolutely not. Like, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Like, I don't do anything anymore. Like, towards mm-hmm. the end of it, like, I started getting paranoid and shit. I'm like, I, I yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm scared. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No, I really, I mean, obviously, you know how much I love J. Cole. Um, I want to call myself like a super fan or anything, but I, I really, I really appreciate, I see more than his music. I appreciate him as a person. I think that like when you watch his interviews and you just kind of understand, I think one of the things I like the most about him is the way he approaches and talks about the newer generation. Cause obviously we've heard so much stuff from like the hip hop and rap community. Oh, this new generation is this and that. Um, I feel like he's kind of like the perfect in between of like, Y'all do you. Get your money. Have fun. Make your music. That's awesome. As long as you're not sitting here talking about you better than me, we got no beef. We got we got no beef. Um, but I think that, you know, a lot of that for him, obviously, it's a lot of, like, the competition of rap, you know. But I think for him, it's like, you guys do talk about a different kind of material than I do. Some of you are real about it. Some of you are not. I'm not calling names, but everything I spit is real. Everything I spit is true whether it's flexing, whether it's stories, whether it's painful admissions, like, um, what was the one where he was doing, like, the, the abortion story? Oh, shit. Because, yeah, that's, I think that was the original Cold World, I think. That was the original first, uh, like, mainstream album, or first studio album, rather. Um, I think so, yeah. What song was that? What was it? I can't, I couldn't tell you right now. Yeah, I can't remember either, but, like, Something like that, like man, that's storytelling, and that's but that's also beyond just like his own personal stories. Like that's a narrative about what what, what goes on all the time. 
you know, so to be then this man's ability to do things like that, it's on a whole other level. I believe him, like you're saying, man. Like I 100 believe mm-hmm. everything he's rapping about. Oh yeah, yeah. And see, the thing is, like he artists like him, when they're feeling like I'm the shit, they'll let you know. When they're feeling when they're feeling like I feel like shit, they'll let you know. And that's why I believe everything they'll say. A lot of like rappers and hip hop artists. I mean, it's a lot of it's about being braggadocious and talking your shit and talking about you know your life and everything. Uh, I believe the best of the best. They give you whatever's real at the moment, you know. And so, why would I think you're lying about how much money or cars or whatever you have if you tell me about how you're struggling with the idea of having to get an abortion? Am I ready for a child? Things like that. Why would you tell me that? You could just, you know disregard that entirely just keep talking your shit but you don't you tell me what's really on your mind and he always does that god damn yeah. fucking j cole dude like it all mm. just just a little bit of lyrics it's like j cole's the shit yo i'm just saying somewhere out there when a yeah. hardcore j cole fan watches it's gonna be like that motherfucker the song was dot 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 like, right yep <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be ten years from now. Somebody's gonna watch this and be in the comments. Damn, dumb motherfuckers! It was da 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 da. Yup. <laughs> Get a notification on my phone. Man, I forgot all about this. Yeah. Just all caps message. You think this is a fucking game? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, man. Now, what was the what was the quote one more time? Because I wanted to get my piece on it. I just started fanboying for a minute. I'm a born sinner, but I'll die better than that. Mm-hmm. I swear you were always where I needed you to be, whether you were there or not there. Mm. Now, see, I think there's lots of ways to interpret that. I think that knowing that he does like kind of follow like the, the, the Christian faith, you know, um, believing in Jesus and things like that. To me, it sounds obviously like going with the born sinner theme. It's, it's to me, it sounds like he's talking about like Jesus, the idea of like Jesus walks with you and things like that. Um, I think that for me, the way I take it is, you know, obviously Jesus or the Holy Spirit or however you might want to put it. I'm not particularly well versed with the terminology, so I don't want to offend anybody. I'm just kind of going off of what I know. But, like, the idea is, like, you're always supported. You're always guided. You are always have that that spirit or whatever with you. Um, and I think sometimes, I feel like what he's saying there is whether or not I went to you and had you guiding me or whether I went about my path on my own knowing that you were with me, even if you weren't guiding me, I knew you were there watching me. I think that's kind of what he's saying is, like, because I follow you, because I have my faith in this, I know that I can walk alone, you know, not like alone, alone, because you're never alone in that. But like, he knew that because he had faith and his heart's in the right place, he can always walk his path. You know, that's kind of how I took it. I don't know. What do you think about that? The beginning, I think it's more like him realizing he wasn't living the best lifestyle originally. Oh, yeah. Towards the end, the more I listen to it, though, Mm -hmm. the lyric, whether you were there or not there, I also interpret it sometimes as, like, people who are in your life for a short amount of time, and then you, like, drift apart or you grow apart, or there's some circumstance. 
mm-hmm. but you still like learned a lesson from those people. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. it is like some people you just grow apart from. It's not anybody's fault, but it's just it's life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I heard. I'm sure this has been said before, but I heard this from just like a coworker the other day. He said, you know, people come into your life as blessings and as lessons. And I think that that's, that's so true. You know, obviously, I think it can be both. But, you know, for sure, I would say, yeah, we get caught in this, in this thing a lot of the time where we might be sad or angry or resentful of, you know, something that happened between us and somebody else. It's like, you know, while they were in your life, they were a blessing. And then, you know, when they left, that's a lesson. You know, what, what did you learn from it? So either way, it's always, it's beneficial towards you, you know. And everybody, everybody's on their own path, so sometimes you just gotta, just gotta let it be, you know. It's like, and I think, I think the best relationships is like, even if you do, if you go, you know, weeks, months, years without talking, if you didn't have like a falling out or something, but you just kind of yeah, maybe just drift apart. You could see each other and chat for a minute, and even though you might not become, you know, best friends or whatever again. It can be a positive experience. Oh, how's it been? You know, how you doing? How are things? This and that. And you just continue to go about your way. Hey, man. Yeah, man. Hey, fuck your man. I'm just happy that's not us, brother, man. No, absolutely. Absolutely, man. I mean, I know we've gone short amount of times without talking and stuff. Like, maybe not too consistently, but always, like, we always check in. We always see how each other are doing. Always. Yes. Yeah, since we met, man. Since we met. Damn straight, dude. Yeah, absolutely. No, this is this is one of the longest friendships I have and I definitely value it very highly. I appreciate you. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Alright, I'm gonna get into mine because I've been thinking about it nonstop ever since I decided to do it. Um all right, so my quote is by, this might be a little controversial, but the greatest rapper to ever live. Don't say it. Lil Wayne. Okay, bro. <laughs> what do you think usually, I was going to say? Usually that comment goes one of two ways. Like, you're, genu- you're genuine with it, or yeah. you're going to say some wild Yeah, say shit. some bullshit, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there are some people like, what's he about to say? What's going on? But no, in my opinion, greatest rapper to ever live, Lil Wayne. He said in his song, Blunt Blowing, about the devil's lettuce, I assume. Uh, (laughs) He said, life is a choice. Death is a decision. Times have changed, but fuck it, get a new watch. I still got the vision like a line between two dots. Young money's eaten. The label's getting fatter. And yeah, the tables turn, but I'm still sitting at them. Now I'll, I'll read that one more time for everybody. Life is because <laughs> that's a, it's a lot there. Uh, life is a choice, but death is a decision. Times have changed, but fuck it, get a new watch. I still got the vision like a line between two dots. Young money's eaten, the labels getting fatter, and yeah, the tables turn, but I'm still sitting at them. Um, it may sound like the whole rhyme scheme didn't quite work, but I skipped the line before the first line because it didn't really tie in. Um, 
But so I chose that. So I saw this short on YouTube last night. It was like an interview with Lil Wayne. And he was talking about this guy was asking him. He was like, you've been doing this for 28 years. Crazy to think about. 28. That's how long he's been doing this. 28 years. Best crack I've ever lived. But he was like, there must be a huge level of difficulty in doing that. Like, how do you maintain that? And he's like, yeah. And Lil Wayne's like, yes, yeah, very difficult. The, first, the main thing is whatever is going on in music, you have to embrace it. You can't sit up there and say, oh, I don't like this kind of sound or whatever this is. You know, I'm going to be just be me and do this and do that. And he's like, no, whatever is going on, you got you to gotta learn it, like it and love it and embrace it, you know, because you can have your own opinions and stuff. But when you look at the Billboard Top 100, Apple Music, you know, top songs and everything, that's music. He was like, you know, that, that regardless of how you feel about it, that's music. That's what people like. That's what they want to hear. That's what you got to be to some degree. And so I thought that was really, really cool. And so then when I came to this one, you know, he's like, you know, times have changed. All right, fuck it. Get a new watch. Basically saying, oh, things are so different. People want to get caught up in that. Oh, it was better in my time. Oh, music's different. All right. So change with the times and get over it. You know, <laughs> like, like, you know, when Jay-Z said, you know, they want my old shit. Can you buy my old album? Like, I don't, what, what do you mean? <laughs> like, if you like something yeah. that's from a different time, go listen to that. I'm on something different. I'm keeping up with the time. You don't stay on, on top of, not relevant, but on top of the music industry for 20 plus years without being able to evolve, you know? That's funny you bring up Jay-Z, too, because Lil Wayne mm -hmm. is, like, a huge Jay-Z fan. I see, I see what you did there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> like, they, I'm still trying to unpack some of it. Like, I do really like the watch line. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. times are changing. Fucking get a new watch. Yeah. I do, I do really fuck with that line because it can mean so many things. Exactly. There's so much room for interpretation in every single line. Like, that in and of itself, it's, like, people stuck in their old ways, mm -hmm. or, like, mm -hmm. they don't like new music, or they don't like something new changing. Right. Good or bad. That's life, like. Exactly. That, that's, that's life. You gotta, you gotta evolve with it. You can't just say, you know, times are better when, you know, to times are what they are now. They're gonna keep, the only thing that's consistent is change. That's right. it. And it's like, and so I think you can take it obviously on the music level, like what he's talking about, but obviously it kind of ties into what we were talking about just before that, which is like, you got to keep changing and evolving as a, per as a person. There's this BS idea, oh, people don't change. What the hell are you talking about? Like, of course they change. It's just about do they do it deliberately, intentionally, you know? No, okay, if not, then they might stay the same for a while or for too long. But any person who who eventually takes the time to be like, you know what, this is what I want in a life, I'm gonna go change and make it happen. I'm gonna have slips and falls along the way. It's not gonna work out exactly how they imagine, but so long as they're working towards something new, they're gonna change. And they're supposed to change. Okay. Another Jay-Z quote, which I, I really love, is like, you know, people, he said that like, people are always telling me like, oh, you changed, oh, you changed. And he's like, I didn't work this hard to stay the same. Hey, Amen. Yeah, that, that one hit me. That one, I had to sit back. I was like, 
damn. I think about that. Yeah, people are like, hey, you you're supposed to change. The, the, the way we were, the life we were living, the whole point was we wanted more than, better than, right? So why would I, why, how, or rather, not even why, how would I get that? How would I get what I want while being the same person? That makes no sense. You don't want to lose your morals and values or forget where you came from, but you're not going to be the same person. It makes no sense. The experiences you have won't let that happen. Exactly. You can't. No. You're either going to ignore it yeah. or you're going to embrace it and change. It is one of two things, but mm-hmm. at some point in time, you're either going to implode or you're going to improve. So, I mean, like, shit. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I think. Um, and I don't, I don't know if, cause I wasn't necessarily into like music or hip hop or stuff, obviously when a lot of this stuff dropped, but like, you know, when 50 Cent came out with, you know, before I self-destruct, like, I wonder if people really got like what, what that's about. It's like, respect, I think that's natural for a lot of people in general, but especially somebody being in, feeling all that pressure, like I have to succeed or people are really going through it, like. That's a lot to deal with. And you realize you need major change to get what you really think you want and you believe you can get. So you're going to either get to a point where it's just like you just fucking like snap or you snap on and you're just like, boom, this is me. This is who I am. This is the new me. I'm doing it. You know, sometimes people might have a problem. Sometimes people are going to be proud of you, but you can't let it affect you either way. No. I'll tell you what, though, I would not ever want that level of fame, though. Straight oh, up, God, no. Never want to be that famous. No. Oh, hell no. No, I can't. Like we were saying earlier, I'm so, I'm so glad I don't have to deal with that. Um, Dude. Uh, it's crazy, especially in the music industry. Like, like I mentioned it in, in the group chat earlier about how, like, if you're an artist and, you know, let's say you really reach, like, the spotlight doing a certain kind of music and now you want to do something else taking a huge risk you're taking a huge risk that people might be like i don't want to hear this shit i want to hear this i want to hear that do what you've always done but then they might be like oh you're always doing the same thing why don't you do something new oh but we don't like the new stuff it's it's a whole you know it's crazy yeah you know dan if i do dan if i don't and you it's not running the risk it's more like fans. Once fans like somebody's music, they usually gravitate towards mm. a certain project, and it's right. like, "This is my shit." Yeah. And then when they like you're saying, try and do something new and explore new avenues, mm-hmm. those fans will be like, "Nah, that shit, that shit is going." So like, I can't yeah, yeah. Like, nah, 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 nah. but then other people will gravitate towards that. Mm-hmm. Like, an artist I notice. Recently, who has to deal with that a lot is The Weeknd, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he just dropped the album what, maybe a month ago? Yeah, beginning of January. Yeah, okay, yeah. And it's more like bangers. Mm-hmm. And it's like turn-up music. Right. Whereas a lot of people like his more melancholy, sadder stuff. Right, right. So then he'll drop a banger album or a sadder album and then like the fans are like split in two and they're like branch right. off it's like he's the same artist he's just like trying to do different things so it doesn't right. and it's just like crazy to think about yeah yes I mean 
especially someone like him where he's, I mean, he's definitely established himself, his name, his status. And I think even in terms of in history a bit, you know, like if, if you talk about like music history, especially like the like R&B type genre and stuff, at, at this point, you're going to have to bring up his name when you talk about the history of it. But he's still like fairly new. Like he hasn't been doing this for decades. It's like, if there's any time to explore yourself as an artist, like we also, people, people forget, people become fans yeah, like of the music. You got to remember, that's a person. That's a human right. being. They, 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 they got into music, yes, entertain people to make money and all that. But for a lot of them, that's like, that's just their form of expression. Like that's their mental health. Like that's just like what they do for fun. Like it's, they, yeah, they want to, you know, appease to their fans, but it's like, most of them, I think the best ones, they could do what they do the way they do it and, and not care how many people go and listen. You know, I, they want to expand their audience. Obviously, they want to, but I think that they like, they're doing what makes them happy. I think people forget that. And it shows through most people's music. It's the mental health thing. Like, Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, yo, so that quote, what was the original quote we were talking about there with Little Wayne though? Yeah, let's give it to him one more time. Uh, damn, every line. Life is a choice, but death, is, oh, sorry, rather, and death is a decision. Times have changed, but fuck it, get a new watch. I still got the vision like a line between two dots. Young money's eaten, the label's getting fatter, and yeah, the table's turned, but I'm still sitting at him. Bars. Bars. For, for those not, not versed in lyricology, so when he says I still got division like a line between two dots, a, 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 a division in math, the symbol is, is two dots with a line in between. And he's saying division, but also the vision, like his vision, a visionary. And he's using that. It's called the double entendre. So basically, so like, and if you combine it with the other lines, it's super crazy because it, it just ties into everything. He's saying like, you know, still as long as I've been doing this at this point, I still know what they want. I still know what they like. I'm still the man. I still know how to make music that's going to get them hyped up, that's going to make them feel it's going to sell. But in the same scheme saying, but I got to change with the times too. I'm Lil Wayne. I'm the shit. I've been doing this for 20 years. I still have to acknowledge when it's like, this is what they want. Give the people what they want. But especially that first line, like, life is a choice, death is a decision. It's like, that one's a lot to unpack even just by itself. So how do you take it? Like, end face failure? Um, well, yeah, I say that line, life is a choice and death is a decision. Um, there's, I forget who it is, but there's, there's a philosopher, probably multiple ones who believe basically all you are is the choices you make in your life. Like when you look back at your life, like, okay, I was an accountant. I had a wife and three kids and a dog. And every single thing that created that was choices, choice after choice after choice, whether it was a choice to do something or not to do it. It was choices. All you are is the choices you make. Um, and so I think that kind of what he's saying is like, yeah, the life you create is your choices. And then 
I think death, not necessarily like in a literal term, like the end of your life, but like, let's say like, you know, I decided to, yeah, to, to stop drinking. I decided to stop partying. I decided to walk away from something. I decided I want better for myself or whatever. That's a decision. You know, it's like, it's a, it's not necessarily a death, but like, it's like a, like an ending, you know, an ending of a chapter or an, you know, but then the ending starts a beginning and you choose to have that new beginning. It's a, or rather that beginning is a world of new choices. You know, I think that's kind of how I take it. I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like, like it's, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm trying to figure out how to say it because it's like it is a lot. I, yeah. Well, I would say like for me, like when I made the choice to do this podcast, yeah. like it was, it was a choice, but it was also a decision. Like I have, a, I had a lot of choices or I had still have a lot of choices of how I can go about my life and express myself and connect with other people. And I, I made the choice to do it like this, to do it where, where I can sit down and have cool discussions with people broaden my mind and learn new things um but it was also a decision i feel like for a long time i had the idea of it and things like that and other ideas but i finally decided to get out of that place of like should i shouldn't i how do i it was just like no we're just gonna do it and go from there it was a decision to be like no this place of like should i shouldn't i we're done with that we're just gonna and i made the choice to do it I think so. And honestly, for me, it feels like I'm in a whole different world. It feels like I'm on a whole different level, a whole different version of me, like doing something that, that I enjoy. And, and it makes no difference to me if it's two people or two million people listening. I, I'm going to keep doing it. So I love it. I'm proud of you, brother, man. Like, keep, keep pushing. Please, please. Thank keep you, pushing. man. I appreciate you. You got a lot of good things to say, and I think the world needs to hear it, honestly. Thank you. Thank you, man. Oh, yeah. Damn, like, you just crushed that quote, like, I, <laughs> that sounds good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you, I was thinking about it for, for hours before we started this, so I was prepared. Um, you said you have a second quote, right? Yes. All right, let's get so, into it. You know we're talking about music. Like, yes, sir. You know I... I had to represent, like... In case anyone, is, you know, for those just listening on Spotify or something, my man has on a Sick Ick sweater. If you haven't heard of Sick Ick, check him out on Spotify or YouTube. Shout out Sick Ick. Very Yo, incredible my- artist, genius. He... I don't know what else there is to say. Sick Ick, if you're listening or you find this, please put out originals. I love your mashups. They've been dope. But this man has not put out an original since Halloween. It's like everything's been fire as always. Please drop some new material. Sick Ick, if you're listening to this right now, hit me up. We're going to do a track together. Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) Dark Combat and Sick Ick. Damn straight. Yes, sir. All right. You ready for this? Yes, sir. What do you got for us? Alright, so this is from Sick Ick's song, Windows. 
and it goes close to stars into outer space where, where things don't move so fast and feel so out of place. I just can't believe you're running out of faith. Please believe me now that I need you now. Mm. Mm. One more time for us, please. Yes, sir. Close to stars in the outer space where things don't move so fast and feel so out of place. I just can't believe you're running out of faith. Please believe me now that I need you now. Mm. Wow. Off face value, that shit is beautiful as fuck. No, that is beautiful. I don't think I've used that from Windows. I'll send you the song I got you. Also, yeah, most definitely. I can't believe I haven't heard that one. Oh my god. So what does that mean to you? So I have been with the most beautiful woman on the planet. You know who you are and I love the fuck out of you. I love you, girl. And you better subscribe. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm madly in love and like, I've always been more prone to like emotional songs and like loving songs. Yeah, something that makes you feel. Person. Mm. For that, because I truly know what it feels to be in love. It's like, mm. somebody having that much faith in you and losing it, I mm. don't mm. ever want to picture that and yeah. have it be that detrimental. Like, yeah. And like, when he's talking about going into outer space, mm -hmm. where things don't move so fast or feel so out of place. Right. It's like when I'm with her, mm -hmm. like everything slows down and I feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be. Right. Damn, man, that's beautiful. I'm really Thanks. happy for you guys. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. And I picked this one also because I wanted that dichotomy between like more on the serious side and somber mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. a little bit lighter and like yeah. More of thing. Yeah. Because that's music too, and that's fucking life. Like, yeah, that's music. Yep. That balance. Yeah. For real, for real, that balance. Oh, for sure, man. For sure. I think that's, to me, that's one of the most beautiful things about music is it can, it can just take you to different places, you know? And it can, like, yeah, you, you can just, yeah, whatever moves you're in, you can just s switch to it right then and there because someone else decided to make something beautiful and share it with the world. Uh, nah, that quote is crazy, man. I really can't believe I haven't heard this song either. So like, I, li I listened to your to your playlist, uh, with the Sick Ink one. I'm pretty sure I listened to all of it, and I I've listened to a lot of his stuff on YouTube, even some of the more like hidden gems, but I can't believe I haven't heard that. Maybe I have, but um. To give you context for it too, like, mm -hmm. My state of mind for for being yeah madly in love like I am. Mm -hmm. The music video is completely fucking polar opposite, though. Oh, oh, oh! I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So it's him like being dragged in the middle of a field with like a six foot hole in the ground, and like this woman's like walking up to him, smoking a cigarette. Oh shit! Rips off his mask he wears because, mm -hmm. as you and I know, like. Right. Audience out there, this man stays wearing a mask. Like, yep. He does yeah. not ever show his face. And yeah, really check him out. Yeah, it's cool. 
But, like, she rips off his mask, and then she, like, throws him into the hole and, like, lights it on fire. So there's that dichotomy for it, too. Like, oh, man. That that sounds familiar. That reminds me, um, I don't know if you've seen I might have shown it to you, but um, the track Good Guy by Eminem featuring Jesse Reyes. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen that video we watched. I think we watched that together. Yeah. Yes, very, very, very yeah. similar. Yeah, so it, it reminded me of that immediately. So when you hear it, mm-hmm. the quote, do you look at it more optimistically or more pessimistically? Um, I'll say I'm like not to like as a cop out, but I guess I'm kind of like more in the middle. Um, because it's, I guess when I hear it. It may it kind of gives me more of an optimistic feeling, even though it, it maybe kind of sounds like if I was taking it at face value, he's talking about it from more of a somber place. To me, I kind of I take it optimistically because even if the relationship went sour or whatever, or you know she lost faith in him or vice versa or whatever, it's like just the fact that you could ever even find someone to be in that place with worse like and i think that's a lot of reason that like you know i think that like you know any kind of like substance but especially like psychedelics and stuff i think that stuff cool is it's good to experiment you know i don't think it, yeah it shouldn't be a lifestyle in my opinion but it's good to experiment because you can experience feelings and emotions you didn't even know existed or were capable or things like that. Or even something just like very small and simple like marijuana. Just feeling like totally just like, yeah, there with your music. Just like, I feel like I'm like on the moon just hanging out. You can get that naturally. But the thing is, it takes, you have to be in a very special place for that to happen. And sometimes it takes being with a very special someone for that to happen. Like the way he talks about it. Like we're up here, you know, in the stars where everything slows down. I feel like when you're with someone you really, really connect with and care about and you guys can just be there with each other, it, yeah, it's like nothing else matters. You you forget the whole world exists. And that's an incredible place to be in. Even if it doesn't last forever, I mean, damn, you know, that, that can hurt and it can suck and it can take time to get over it. But it's like if you find someone to have that with for a lifetime, that's incredible. But even if it's only for, you know, a few weeks, a month, a year, a night, that's it's still incredible. And now you know, wow, I could feel like this. And then that's what that might motivate you to be like, you know what? I want to get my shit together and find someone where I can be like this with. So I think I think for me, it's, it's very, especially with a lot of the music he puts out. I don't want to say it's contrast because I think there's music he makes that actually relates to him and the music that's just kind of music. I think that especially in contrast to some of the stuff where it's more like playboy type stuff, I think it's really cool to have that kind of that kind of thing. And that's what makes him great as an artist is you can go you can go back and forth between that kind of stuff depending on your mood, you know. Respect. You need both. You need both. You do need both. Absolutely. You do You do need both. It's like... 
certain R&B artists or people, certain people, I'm not going to name names, I'm not going to shit talk people because mm -hmm. they're doing their things, they're getting their bag, right, and right. they're getting paid. Yeah. By all but certain artists will like get in a niche and like stay there and then it's the same thing over and over and over. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to get all the money, I'm going to fuck all the chicks, like I'm mm -hmm. going to do all the drugs. It's like, that's great. Yeah. But me as a person trying mm. to listen to music, I'm not always in a fucking turn up mood. I'm not always in like, no. I'm not always like, I can't, I need, I need a little bit of everything to go. Yeah. And listen to like, I'm not, I'll be goddamn like I'm trying to turn down and relax. I'm not going to listen to fucking like some crazy gangster rap before like when I'm just trying to relax right like, right you know, I was like absolutely let's go let's fucking go I'll play yep. some like, yeah hit him up every night before bed yep <laughs> play yeah. some BMX before you try and go to sleep and get real nice and mellow with oh it. my god got <laughs> <laughs> BMX though rest in peace my guy fucking yeah man. rest in peace oh my god no I I still throw I still throw on X gonna give it to you at the gym every now and then classic but no that's true man you, you gotta have that balance it's like i i know definitely for me i usually am geared towards just like three or four different artists that's pretty much all i listen to and then but it's like every now and then i gotta step outside of that just entirely and just find some stuff that's like totally outside of my wheelhouse like i went through this big like not big i guess but like this phase of just like like celtic like music stuff you would imagine to like hear if you want a pirate ship just like that kind of stuff and i went from that to like beethoven and then to like 80s music and it's just like i gotta like get all over the place and experience new stuff you know and then come back to my more like normal stuff it's like you having that balance is super important that's one of the biggest things that music offers i think that and so artists yeah, you know, I get, like, it's like, you got, you know, don't fix what's not broken. But yeah, and that's, and that's when I question, it's like, I might like your music, but like, you as an artist, per se, I'm just like, I don't know how much, like, a big thing for me, like, I really like, I feel like I like an artist more if I feel like I could have a conversation with them. Like, if I would actually hang out with an artist, I'm more likely to like their music, I think. There's a lot of artists who make great music. I wouldn't want to hang out with them for, for various reasons, but I wouldn't, it's, no, I'm good. <laughs> but like my favorite ones are the ones I think make the best music. I would love to hang out with them and pick their brain, you know? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Tip. Like sick ick. Oh my God. Like, I don't know if he'd necessarily ever tell you, but to imagine asking him like, bro, what is your process? How do you... How do you do this shit? Because some of like the mashups and stuff he has, his own stuff is incredible, but like how he just, things he decides to mash up. He did, what was it? The, um, the astronaut in the ocean mixed with Adele. I'm like, how do you even think of that? And that was fire. How do you think of that? Rolling in the deep and then astronaut in the ocean. Yeah. And that crazy. was fire. Oh my god, I, I, I outplayed that. Oh my god. It, it's, and you have to have such a knowledge of music to like 
mm-hmm. know certain songs specifically to play together. Yeah. Yeah, your brain just has to work in a whole different way. I think, like, I would have to ask why he wears a mask. I wouldn't, like, pressure oh, yeah. him, because I'm sure a million people, why, why do you wear the mask? Right. But it's, like, that genuine question, that curiosity, it's, like... Yeah. Yeah, not asking him from, like, oh, I want you to take your mask off, why do you wear a mask? I'm just, like, why did you decide to do this? Because, like, he's, like, he's always worn the mask, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I wonder if that's, like, a fame thing or just, like, a, a him thing, a confidence thing. He was in this group called Culture Shock, and I, like, saw a music mm-hmm. video where he didn't wear a mask. He went by Lomatic. Mm-hmm. But his sick personality has always been mm-hmm. with the mask. Gotcha. Yeah, that's very, that's very original. I don't, at least, I mean, I'm not super well-versed in music. I can't think of anybody else who wears a mask, like, regularly like that. Def Punk, but De- besides oh, those, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he also like gave a shout out to Def Punk in his music video for uh, No Game. Oh, okay, okay. See, I, I wonder if that's part of what inspired it. That's like, has he ever done interviews, like anything? I've seen two. Two? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to look it up because I've never honestly never even thought about that. But I would love to just like hear what's what's going on with him and that I really love doing that like seeing interviews of artists especially those that aren't super like so like there's there's artists who are more celebrities than other artists you yeah. know so I feel like yeah he's obviously one of those where it's just like he just kind of does his thing so that sounds awesome okay. that news the shit say can't give the shit if you're watching this you're the shit my guy yes sir yes sir and like that quote, he's got so many of those in yeah. a lot of the songs. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, when we have you on in the future, we'll get into more of his more of his stuff for sure. Definitely, because yeah, he's he's got a lot of stuff. I really like him. Definitely. And Sikik, if you are listening to this, we would love to have you on the podcast. Or any artist, writer, poet, or anything out there. We would love to have you on the podcast. I, lo- I that's that's also part of it. Like I wanna I wanna connect with artists and stuff out there. You know whether they're famous or whatever or not. Like just people like we know too. Just like getting into like okay, so you said this. What were you going through? What were you feeling? Why did you word it like this? You know what? Yeah, what's your process? That's kind of like a goal I have for this. That's part of why I wanted to do it. That'd be fucking amazing. Yeah, we gotta get Doctor Homeboy on here next. Damn right, damn right. Yeah, yeah, I think he, I think, yeah, he's all, he's finishing up an album, isn't he? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll see. I'll still hit him up later, most definitely. You next. <laughs> My next victim. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh shit! Yeah, absolutely. All right, yeah. Well, I know you gotta, you gotta get up early in the morning. We're just about reaching the timeline where we were looking at. Um, yeah, man, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. It was Fuck yeah, dude. Absolute pleasure. And we're going to get you back on. Definitely, please, 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 if you if you do end up doing the podcast before you ship out for Cali or whatever, let me know. I'll hop on there. I'll promote it on here. But most definitely, most of this man has an incredible music knowledge. 
you, we only got a little taste of his, his knowledge and his opinions today, but it's really, it's really incredible. Appreciate you, brother. Dude, I am very honored to be here. Thank you very much for your time, man. Like, seriously, this is, this has been the highlight of my day for sure, for sure. And, like, it's given me hope to bring the Sandcastle back. I appreciate the fuck out of you, my guy. Absolutely, man. Highlight of my day, too. Um, all right. Thank you, everybody, for joining in. Once again, I'm your host, Octavius William Lundy, joined today by my dear friend, Echo. This has been Notable Portables. Everybody have a wonderful night and stay blessed out there. Stay up, y'all. Peace.